0: tire on 630 chat supported by abe's door service with 24 7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person visit abesdoor.ca yeah like that is a christmas song that's not a christmas carol but it is a christmas song
1: i think so only three more weeks of christmas carols and songs and
0: songs, Do you know, yeah. As soon as we get through Christmas Day, boom, they're done, they're gone. Mm-hmm. You don't hear them on I boxing. I think people Day. are sick of them at that you think point. So? Well, 100%. Been, some, some, some places have been playing them since the first of November. That's Can't true. imagine why you'd be tired of it. <laughs> over and over and over. Uh, we have had a lot of conversations on this morning about uh, making Edmonton a safer city. Mm-hmm. And Edmonton's not alone. This is a conversation that's going on across the country. It's also going on in, in a variety of municipalities uh, throughout our province. Throughout oh, you bet. Nation. Yeah, It's a constant conversation. That The big question is, how do you make your communities safe? And what's your definition even of safe?
1: Exactly. Is it pouring more money into police? Can we police our way into a safer community? Candice Nikoforik may say no. I think she's got some ideas because she's the director of the Center for Healthy Communities. They hosted a forum last week in the city. And a lot of people, smart people, sat around the table talking about safe communities and how to make it happen. Good morning, Candice. Good morning. Uh, why don't we
0: start with the definition of safe? And, and as you mm-hmm. were looking at it with this forum, what kind of safe were you talking about?
2: really good question. And I think what we've come to understand is that safe really means that you have to focus on all different kinds of well-being for people. So you have to make sure that people feel not only physically safe, but culturally safe to be who they are, socially safe, but also um, safe in their society. But This also includes things like economically safe and environmentally safe. So when we're talking about community safety, we really have to have a conversation that touches on all of those pieces, not just, for example, safety from violence and harassment.
1: That seems like a really big topic you tackled last week, and I don't even know how you chip away at it. How did you tackle it?
2: Well, I think the, um, the way we tackled it was we really just invited people who work in all of those different spaces to come around a table and share their experiences and expertise with how they address things like placemaking, public safety, homelessness, parks, racism, even things like mobility and um, how to enjoy the river valley. So we brought together over um, 150 people with all these different areas of expertise and put them in rooms together to talk about how they have felt some success, how they've had challenges, and then what they can learn from each other. Alberta is a really big place, but it's also a really small place. So really by creating um, this ability to talk to each other across sectors, across municipalities, across levels of government and industry, it really allows us to, um, I guess, take our actions further and deeper.
0: Well, let's talk about actions because you can have sure. those conversations. And sure, you know, you know, there are a lot of people who go, oh, that's a bunch of people uh, who are just in there having, having uh, you know, high in the sky kind of conversations. What, have, what can you do about it? What action comes out of this? And I heard you laugh yeah. there because I know you've heard that before.
2: Oh yeah, well we have heard that before and I think think it's really important to separate out action right now and action that's going to have a really big difference over the long term. So action right now, when you put people together like that, is they're able to borrow from each other and learn from each other on things that are working in their communities. So for example, one of the topics that was really a hot topic on the forum was how do you address things like um, housing insecurity, housing instability in smaller rural communities that may not have services ready to support. And people were able to share experiences from across communities. So that's something that can happen right away in terms of, well, you know what, I learned this worked really well.
1: So so what did you learn? Is there something that rural communities are doing or one particular rural community is doing that we could maybe, um, you know, model ourselves after?
2: I think one of the things that came out loud and clear, that is especially in smaller communities, um, people who may not even be working in the area of homelessness might pull together. And for example, create ad hoc shelters, um, or create ad hoc services, or help people who are struggling find the access to services they need. So we even heard examples. um, We even heard about examples of uh, municipal counselors pitching in and helping out um, when times were really tough. And I think one of the things that came across really strongly was this this idea that even um, even when there's community ability to come together like that that's a short-term response and what's needed for long-term responses is really for um different parts of government and different levels of government to come together in coordinated action um and when i say coordinated action that making sure that whatever resources are available um, that those are targeting the right people at the right time in the right ways
0: So uh, probably an awful lot of topics as you as you've alluded to. So who gets tasked with trying to come up with a a summary? Is there a single summary that comes out of this forum, or are there a whole bunch of summaries or papers or all that kind of stuff? Well, you know, how how does the impact of this get disseminated after the fact?
2: Thanks so much for that question. So uh, the staff at the Center for Healthy Communities, which is in the School of Public Health at the University of Alberta, will be working really hard to pull together a summary. Uh, There was a lot of, um, because it was so many conversations with so many people, there's a lot to go through, but we'll be pulling together a high level summary that's gonna be made available to not only participants, but the general public. And then the people who led each of the um, 16 sub-conversations on 16 topics uh, can work with us to create uh, policy tools or very topic-focused summaries or action briefs that will then be targeted to the audiences specific to each of those topics. Sorry, that was a lot of work.
1: <laughs> All of these solutions and, and discussions cost money. And of course, we just had a, an announcement that the city will be paying, our city taxpayers will be paying 6.5% in property taxes. Is it a tough sell to say, let's try this? It's maybe unproven. It could be a bit of an experiment and the city's just like, nah, we got to go with what we work, what we know works, perhaps putting money in policing and, and not trying to and not taking a chance on something they don't know if, if it's going to make us a safer community or not.
2: Um, well, you know, I think a lot of people ask that question, but what's really interesting is that municipalities of all sizes, are really at the front lines of these issues and they really are the places that are innovating more so than any other level and so you know the city of edmonton for example has a really amazing community safety and well-being strategy and um, it has a ton of pillars and when you look at it it's focusing on things like safe and inclusive spaces it does certainly talk about the importance of safety from a policing perspective, but it also talks about things like anti-racism, creating inclusive spaces, addressing poverty, and really focusing on building people's well-being, which is uh, the most necessary under condition for safety. So I think municipalities are already um, using their dollars wisely to invest in these spaces, and I think where they where they can go even further is as they 're demonstrating that these these solutions are working, they really also need coordinated investment from from levels outside of the municipality to help support those efforts so in many ways for example the municipalities are responsible for taking on responsibilities that are outside their jurisdiction because that's where people live and so it really becomes this this um focus of this shouldn't be um, something that the ordinary citizen has to pay even extra for this is something that requires coordination of resources across levels of government and across sectors like I mentioned before.
0: Uh, Candice, thanks so much for your time this morning. Looking forward to seeing uh, what else comes down down the road out of this forum. Appreciate your time today.
2: Perfect. Thanks so much.
0: Okay. Have a great day. Candice nickle is the Director of the Center for Healthy Communities. They just had this big forum uh, last week uh, looking at making for safe communities. It's beyond purely the crime. It's feeling safe, having safe places for different cultures, etc. Uh, so it's wide-ranging conversation. And we'll see what comes out of it uh, down the road here.